Hi, Louisa. Hi, how are you doing? Good. I feel like because you're in the Bronx, New York, I I watch Saturday Night Live, so I just feel like saying live from New York. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Um, actually, you know, when you were when we were planning this podcast, um, you know, I had connected with you before your uh, trip to Thailand, and then I ended up chatting with you while you were in Thailand. So that was very cool because it was like, even though I wasn't there, it was like you brought me with you kind of the energy or something. I don't know. It just felt yes. really, really <laughs> awesome. So anyways, um, so Louisa, um, I'm so glad to have met you through social media. <laughs> just uh, what an incredible like journey, you know, even to get to this point of this podcast. So um, I'll, I'll leave that story for you to share. Um, but I'm just very grateful to have you here today, um, especially coming from New York and uh, and uh, wanting to, you know, share kind of and collaborate with uh, things that are important to us. So today I'm really excited because we're talking about happiness. So I'm going to leave the floor to you. Um, maybe tell me a bit about your story, about yourself, especially your life, you know, in America, since I'm from Canada. Um, and then we'll go into, you know, the subject of happiness and and the work that you do. So let me leave the space for you and I'm going to listen. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for the warm introduction. And I loved speaking to you while I was in Thailand and I've loved connecting with you through social media because so often we, we give social media a bad rap, yeah. but you really can make meaningful connections if you use it as it's meant to be used that's right all right so as for me yes i'm from new york city born and raised in the bronx and while new york and the bronx is always home i i still love to travel so hence you right you know that's a chat with me in thailand yeah. but Yes, I'm uh I'm an empowerment wellness coach. I aim to empower women to become the healthiest versions of themselves in mind, body and spirit through prioritizing themselves because so often we we forget that we're important too and right. our health matters and if we don't mm -hmm. connect those dots mm -hmm. It won't be long lasting. So that's why we just have to, you know, make room for ourselves, make that space for us. Absolutely. Um, thank you. Thank you. I'm also a registered nurse. I've been doing that for almost 20 years now. I'm a spiritual mentor and I'm a co-founder to a nonprofit geared towards healing. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, when when you say when you mention the title for this podcast episode, yeah. it was like you you just knew something yeah. connected because that's something that I say all the time. Choose happiness because it's always a choice. We always have the ability to choose to take the high road and and think positive and bring these beautiful situations to us or 
we can do the opposite and take it all in and and think about everything that's gone wrong and what can go wrong so yeah you you definitely hit the nail on the head with that one wow so like i'm just thinking about especially you know the current work you're doing now what what events or experiences through your past has led you to to doing what you're doing now helping empower women oh i think my whole adult life i've been unintentionally coaching coaching others empowering them i love to breathe life into other people that is what lights me up that's what brings my soul happiness to empower others so as time has gone on i remember joking about oh i should become a life coach or i should be a coach or whatever not really knowing what it was but people would always say oh you give such great advice i i love talking to you 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 come at me with no judgment etc cetera, etc cetera. and like i said i would always say it in a very joking manner but never yeah. gave it any real thought yeah till one day i did <laughs> I, um, yeah, I had a conversation with another person who is a coach and I was just helping her out with, with something that she was trying to do. I was, um, like a guinea pig, so to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I had to think of a topic of something that I would try or would be a goal. And I decided to say coaching just for the heck of it. And and she really like lit a spark under me. Yeah. And and I just started to pursue it after that. And I found out what a coach actually is. It's not just giving advice. But she she really helped set the wheels in motion something that maybe had been sitting in the back of my head for a long time because they say jokes you know are 70 yeah. percent truth right? right and this is something i had been joking about for years so it's like it i just needed that spark that that kick in the wow. butt to move yeah. in the right direction but wow. coaching itself yeah i because I, I, I coach my patients in the oh. in the spiritual realm. Yes. I've been coaching and mentoring people for a few years as well. Not as long as nursing. Like I said, I've been doing that for almost 20 years. Yeah, yeah. But, so it just kind of happened organically. So yeah. um, I'm very blessed. Wow. I actually, when you were talking about that, speaking about it, you know, I actually had a conversation with my friend over the weekend because we were talking about our words, um, how whatever you say is kind of like, you know, spelling comes from a Germanic old word, you know, to to speak of the, the your truth as you're 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 saying the word out. So so I learned to be cautious of what I'm saying, but you speaking about coaching for all these years has actually brought it into fruition. So that's kind of amazing, actually, when you think about it. Wow. 
Holy cow. So uh, you've been a nurse for so long. You've carried some of that work as a nurse into your, your current work. So do you have, uh, like, what are your clients made of? Who are the people that you help? So my main client type is a professional middle-aged woman who's not quite help, oh, sorry, excuse me, not quite happy with her place in life, with her health, her well-being. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's physical, but it's so often much more than that because oh. while we may see the physical first, without that mental and spiritual connection to go along with it, that's what I'm saying, like about it won't be sustainable uh -huh. because it it's just that physical goal. So somebody who's ready to be accountable and work on their mindset and take the steps to actually become the person that they want yeah. to become, who they feel like inside, but maybe they hide. Yeah, because they're they're too busy prioritizing work, family, school, oh. just everything except for themselves. Right. Actually, that you know that that reminds me of me myself going on my journey as an entrepreneur, and I I had to do the inner work first before I could display you know my true potential. So that's amazing. Wow. So um. What have what have been your success stories? I mean, you don't have to go into like personal details, but um, what you know, what kind of people have you been able to help, and how they've been able to turn their life around? I'd love to hear those stories if you can share. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have one person in particular that pops straight to my mind um, when you ask that question. She's someone who came to me when she wasn't quite ready to accept that responsibility, take that accountability for everything because there was always somebody else being the root cause of why she couldn't get healthier, why she couldn't get fitter, why she didn't have time to do everything that she needed to get done to take care of herself. Yeah. And so while, yes, she had success, she lost some weight, she dropped her blood pressure, and um, she had something else going on. I know it was her weight, her blood pressure, oh, her lab values. Like some of her lab values were out of whack, like the high cholesterol, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So she had all of that going on and she had success but it didn't start there. I couldn't say, all right, well, let's work on your health and fitness to get you where you want to be. We had to start with her mindset. And like I said, she wasn't quite there. And this was earlier on in, in my coaching where I was trying really hard. Because, you know, sometimes it's like, all right, you, you can't win them all you can't be yeah. the coach for everybody i i had yeah. to learn that but i'm i'm glad i got her as a client before i came to that realization oh. but 
she she started to do that inner work. She started to work on her mindset as to it's not about what everybody else does and life is not just happening to me, but it's happening for me. Mm -hmm. And those lessons that she was able to take from her challenges as well as be ready to accept the blessings that were coming her way, the good. Uh, as you were talking about the spells before, I work a lot with manifestation and law of attraction. So just her being able to bring the positivity to herself and knowing that her words were powerful. And if she kept giving away her power to allow other people to be the reason why she couldn't find success, she would never find that. Once she became accountable and was like, okay, I can do this. What is it that I need to do next? And not just me telling her what to do next, but we worked together. We, we brainstormed, we built the program for her where she was able to have small changes at first, because I don't, I don't like to say, okay, you need to do this, 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 and that, and change your whole life around right now, today, or you're going to fail. No, small changes. Uh -huh. Once you start making something a habit, you can build on it and just, you know, keep building. And so once we were able to build on her mindset and not having everything be somebody else's fault and taking accountability. Okay, now we were able to switch some of her habits. And if she had a challenge or a setback, that's okay. But she took accountability for it. And so she was able to move forward because once you take accountability, it's like, okay, it's in my control. It's in my hands. That means yeah. I get to choose if I'm going to do something about it or not. Yeah. And once she was able to do that, everything changed. That's when the weight started to drop. That's mm -hmm. when she was able, she hasn't come off her blood pressure medicine yet, but mm -hmm. she's getting there, but it has been decreased. Her mm -hmm. other lab values are looking very nice. Last time I had looked at them because I'm a nurse and I have that background. Right. Yeah. I'm able to, yeah, give her a little extra insight on that and it's it's just been so powerful to be able to be a part of her journey like i said helping others really does light me up otherwise mm -hmm. i wouldn't be doing any of the things that i'm doing you know for work yeah it's, uh, it's actually funny that you say uh you know little it's like little steps right even on your journey as a coach, you had to take little steps, right? Um, did you find that you had some challenges along the way? I'd love to hear about that. And how did you, you know, how did you manage them? How did you get through them? Oh, oh, definitely. There were times where I've had imposter syndrome where, yeah, yeah. Where am I really doing this? What makes me the authority? Do I have enough certifications or knowledge or research? Oh my God. I went yeah. through the same stuff. Oh my goodness. I I I know so many people when they're especially starting something new mm -hmm. that fall 
into this category. And that that's definitely been the biggest challenge that I've had to overcome. And, and realizing that it's not about all the certifications and having all the knowledge in the world. People don't really care about that. They care about results. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Actually, yeah. I want to delve into that some more, but I'll let you keep yeah, speaking here. Oh, well, wow. But yeah, yeah. No, go go right ahead. But oh. yeah, that, that's really it. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what's what's been happening with me the last few months. You know, I, I'm... I don't necessarily struggle with self-confidence, but I do in certain areas of my life, especially becoming an entrepreneur. I'm fairly new at this. So I'm trying to navigate this, the, you know, this whole journey, this road. And um, I was taking uh, courses and some training uh, to become a better listener. And, and then I met some people, especially the organization that I'm in. Um, there's a lot of uh, members who are, um, in the academics, you know, professors. And I've never had that background. I never got a degree. I, I've taken college. And of course, I've done some courses through other universities. Um, speaking is a pretty simple, or li listening actually is a pretty simple skill. But um, when you talk to these academic professors, it's, there's a whole spectrum of them. Um, and so I get I kind of feel intimidated when I'm in their presence because they do all that research on listening. Whereas I'm an empath, I'm more, you know, the practical person, right? That's how I learn. And I think most people should learn through life, you know, learning to make the mistakes and, you know, experiencing, you know, the experience instead of researching data and, and stuff like that. And, and I'm not saying anything bad about them. We need, we need those professors. My mentor is actually a, a university professor in Wisconsin, a communications professor. And I, I love her, but she's an empath too. So she's got the combination of both, but I hear you on that. And so people have approached me um, and asked me, well, what kind of education do you have? <laughs> and I don't necessarily get offended, but then it, it takes me down that that mindset of, well, maybe I'm not worthy enough, you know, but really it's, it's what I'm passionate about. I am passionate to teach other people how to be better listeners. And you don't need, you know, research on that. You just know that it works. Um, you know, relationships are better. That's what I'm about anyway. So I, I'm glad you touched on that a bit because it's so important to know that when you're passionate about something and you want to show others you don't necessarily need to have a degree. <laughs> nope, not at all. And and listen, like like I said, people don't care about the degrees. They yeah. truly care about the results and yeah. what you can do for them and mm -hmm. that you care. I yeah. I think that is so underrated because I know people who are good at what they mm -hmm. do. Yeah. But they don't care and and that comes across oh my goodness yes i've experienced that with people who i try to do business with or try to um you know service me like i have to connect with you in order for you to help me that's the only way if we don't connect i'm moving on to the next person until i find somebody that i connect with because that connection is going to last a lifetime 
And I'm not about the money, right? That's that's the way those people you're talking about think is I'm just a dollar sign. No, that's not the way I think. I totally agree with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's so true. And it's I, I'm I'm like you. So that's I guess why I notice it more yeah. where I am empathic and I do need that connection. Yeah. I need to to feel listened to and not just all right, I'm just a number or just another paycheck. Mm -hmm. So I take that and I extend it to whoever I work with because I want them to feel like a person versus that paycheck or that number. Mm -hmm. People matter. Yes. And, And if we can't just understand that from such a basic view i i just don't know what to really say even about it because i i can't comprehend it yeah and and i don't want to i don't want to understand why people don't care because i i don't need that because that's not what i want to do it's not what i want to embody So I just accept that some people don't care. And I know that that means I need to move on. Yeah. No reason to. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? You told me that you did some, um, you know, you work kind of like charitable or part of the community, serve the community. Please tell me more about that work that you do. Sure. I'm a co-founder to a nonprofit healing beyond humanity. Um, We're just starting up as well, getting everything together. Yes, but it is geared towards healing. So yeah, we've been hosting classes and workshops and it's, it's another space that I hold dear to my heart because again, I love to help people. I love to empower people and as long as they're taking their healing journey into their own hands, because I'm not healing you. Uh-huh. I'm here to help facilitate in your healing and be a hand to hold when you need it and a hand to give you a push when you need that as well. Yeah. So that's that's been a powerful journey that I've been a part of and I'm so grateful to the other ladies that I'm working with. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Oh my goodness. Louisa, you're awesome. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know, it's just, it's, it's just so interesting when I start, you know, again, starting on this journey and then you start to connect with people, you know, there's a world full of entrepreneurs, but when you get to connect on a level like you and I do, it's just, I'm so grateful, you know, um, and I'm always wanting to support you however I can, right? <laughs> so, oh my gosh, this has been quite amazing. I, I Before we leave, I want to know what matters to Louisa the most. What matters to me? Okay. On a superficial level, although it's not really superficial, family and that connection is where my heart truly is always first and foremost. Yeah. 
if I don't have that, then there's not much for me to to live off of, to live, right. you know, by. Yeah. But otherwise, it's it's being able to be a voice for those who don't have the voice. And I know it's Black History Month, so yeah. just to just to throw that in there. Yeah. I'm, I'm very light skin. Um yes, yours is on camera so people will see. Yeah. But I'm I'm mixed. I'm African American, Puerto Rican, and Italian. Wow. So I know I have that light skin privilege, but I still consider myself a black woman mm-hmm. first and foremost. So to be able to be on this platform or any platform and uplifting those voices and showing that a woman of color can be educated, can be out there helping other people, can can do anything that she desires. Right now my hair is, you know, put up tight but I have this <laughs> wild crazy curly hair yeah. that all my clients get to see I love and, it <laughs> thank you thank you and just knowing that oh she looks like me I can relate that respect as well that's also pretty powerful for me to be able to be that representation for others and to like I said, speak life into them and make those connections and and let them know, one, I'm here for you as a practitioner, but I'm also here for you as someone who's on your side, ready to lift you up and, and stand by you while you can make the same decisions. You can be uplifted just as much and you can do anything that you desire as well oh my god that was beautiful oh thank you louisa so much for this i really appreciate you this has been wonderful i'm so glad to have you as my guest thank you thank you thank you oh thank you for having me i truly appreciate you sharing your space your platform with me and it's it's always amazing connect thank you Thank <laughs> you.